You're listening to The Rise of Sophia, a fifth dimensional resource and podcast for those who feel called to help create the new earth with me, your host, Angel Quintana, where we'll explore topics to help expand your consciousness, assist in your transcendence, and elevate the way you navigate through your life path. I'll share with you the Sophia cosmology, my spiritual theory and philosophy on life founded on the principle that we are all stars who came to this realm on assignment. If you're ready to let your Sophia light shine, let's begin. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Rise of Sophia podcast. It's been quite some time um, going through a metamorphosis myself as I'm watching my clients do the same. Today, I have a beautiful guest. Uh, her name is Erin McIrney. She is the uh, Urban Mermaid. So if you've been following her on Instagram or have you been finding her on Facebook, she's always has such words of wisdom. She's really into sacred esoterica tarot, oracle readings, and so much more. So I'm going to go ahead and give her a proper introduction. If you want to say hi before I go into that, um, I really want to get everybody knowing exactly who you are and what you do. Hi, everyone. Well, thank you, Angel, for having me on. Thank you, um, everyone, for tuning in. My name is Erin. <clears throat> Excuse me. I go by Erin the Urban Mermaid, and I, I consider myself a modern mystic and a 5D soul guide. All right. Well, mm -hmm. Uh, one of the exercises that we go through in the Sophia Rising Leadership Training is to create your 5D biography. And so I'm going to read a little bit today about Erin because she truly is a fifth dimensional new earth leader. And I think it's important for us to clarify what a 5D leader is. So I think with her bio, you're really going to see, wow, this is how the world is shaping up. This is These are the new leaders, the pioneers of what this new earth is becoming. So Erin uh, came out of the spiritual closet just a few years ago and created her movement by working with those who want to restore their life force energy, connect with their divine light and transform as a self healer through her guidance and use of sacred esoterica. She started sharing her gifts by beginning her Grounded and Glam monthly membership, and it blossomed into a full-on movement when she birthed the Empress Ascension. The Empress Ascension came to be after Erin herself realized the leaders of the new earth were self-healers who were no longer fitting into the 3D society and truly wanting to get out of the root of their issues and return to oneness. It is her mission to guide them, help them to unlearn, reprogram their subconscious minds, and give them the tools they need going forward so they can embody the 5D. She facilitates this movement using her own 3D to 5D ontology, which is a methodology rooted in intuition, sacred esoterica, and holistic ideals. So I want to just leave it there because that's a mouthful of... <laughs> what it really takes. So I'm going to start from the very beginning because the fifth dimension, I think is a little perplexing with to some. Mm -hmm. And obviously we have a lot of language, a lot of verbiage and words that probably will be some definition, mm -hmm. but let's go back. Let's rewind to just maybe three or four months ago mm -hmm. before you launched the Empress Ascension and you were going through your spiritual journey. Mm -hmm. What was your life like then? 
Um, well, I had been in business maybe like three years. I don't really like to count my first year because that was like I was doing something completely misaligned. But I I've been doing the spiritual guiding and stuff for about two, two and a half. And um, while it's been, you know, it's been great and it's definitely had its ups and it's been so wonderful to facilitate something like this. I was kind of getting to a point where um, I was exhausting myself. Um, I felt like I had 15, 20 different single services I was offering outside of my membership. Um, and I was just in such like, um, I want to help so bad, but I also was having like this root shock block coming from this place of like scarcity and, and lack, like you always have to be working. You always have to be doing something. You always have to be helping someone or you're not, you're not helping at all. Mm. And then, you know, that's not really feasible with my life. Cause I'm also a mom to two little kids. Um, and you know, that comes with a lot too. So it was getting, um, it was getting exhausting. Um, I, I was getting sick, you know, physically sick from, um, you know, just, giving so much of myself. And then the energy exchange wasn't even, you know, you get people who don't respect your time, which, um, that really was one of the, uh, breaking straws for me. Um, and then, you know, for the most part, Instagram is a place where people will, uh, market their, you know, their special gifts, their talents, the way to join their memberships. And that in itself can have its drains to it too. You know, you get people DMing you and then they don't answer you. They leave you on red and you're like, did I not just like spend my time explaining something to you? So it just got exhausting. And I almost stopped everything. I almost closed down my business completely and was like, forget about it. You know, just focus on your family, focus on being a mom. But I also know that's not why the only reason I'm here. So, um, the Sophia leadership kind of came in divine timing. It truly did because I had been seeing your emails and your posts, but sometimes I'm one of those people who will read and then not reach out. You know, it happens to me all the time. You get busy with things. And then when you messaged me, I was like, yes, this is exactly what I need to align myself because I don't want to stop doing what I'm doing. I just want to do it a little bit more efficiently so that I'm servicing everyone at my highest and best and they're receiving the highest and best from me too. So I'm, I want to really uh, emphasize the vitality piece. You know, one of the things we do in that leadership training is we're here to protect our vitality. As much as we have so much love in our heart to give and we have so much sacred wisdom to share, if we don't protect our vitality, then we're going to be burning the candle at both ends. Yeah. And this whole hustle com uh, culture oh. has really promoted that. So what was the turning point for you when you finally realized, okay, you enrolled in the program, but what in during that period when, because I saw the shift, but I want to know for yeah. you, when you finally said enough is enough, I'm done going, <sighs> trying to build a 5D business with a 3D mindset or a yeah. 3D business model. Yeah. And coming from that like 3D state, you know, it's just it happens, you know, you, you sometimes slip back into lower consciousness when you, when you want to help so bad, you know, that's really where it comes from. Um, I had launched the program right, right before, um, you did Sophia. Um, but a couple personal blocks had come up, so it wasn't like coming together the way I wanted it. And I felt like I had all the right ingredients, but definitely something was missing because I wasn't getting the traction that I normally get. And I was, I somehow I knew it was me too. I knew it was like the way my vibration was. 
And I finally had someone um, apply for that program. And I, I hate to say this, but sincerely waste my time um, in the application process. And the thing was, I knew this person wasn't going to join, but I knew I also had to see it through because that ended up being the straw that broke the camel's back for me to be like, you know what? I'm stopping everything. And that was scary too. I decided um, after I did, I did have some people in that program. Don't get me wrong. Um, but I decided, I think it was for the month of August. I was like, you know what? I'm not doing this anymore. And it was scary. I pulled all my single services. I stopped doing readings. I stopped doing private Reiki. Um, I stopped doing private healing sessions. Um, I was doing little things on Instagram on Saturdays, one card readings, stopped doing them. Um, and I kind of, it, it was scary because this is my business and this is my income. Um, but I was really just like, this is, this is the hermit mode that you have to do. You have to recalibrate that. And in order to absorb what I needed to absorb in your program, I had to give it my, my attention that it really, really deserved. And I didn't want to be someone who was just getting the work done for the sake of getting the work done. It, it really meant something to me. So I would purposely go back and do modules again and again until it resonated. And until I got those aha moments. So it, it sounds like really you had to trust the process, which let's go back. Let's talk about that because there's a lot of programs out there that people enroll in, whether it's health or relationship or business or whatever. And you really have to trust the leader. You know, you have to trust the, the mentor. So trusting the process, let's talk about that. Like, what does that really entail? Because I think a lot of people they want to take the next step to mm -hmm. becoming a self healer or to become an mm -hmm. entrepreneur, but to trust the process, what does that feel like? What, what, what do you have to, what do you have to commit to in order to really see that through? Well, it is scary. It is scary. No matter what it's coming from, if it's something that has to do with money, health, relationships, any, anything regarding that is, is scary. Surrendering is huge. Fully trusting that this is where you're meant to be is also huge. And um, it's also kind of shaking those little 3D attachments that eat at you, that tell you you're not doing the right thing, or they bring up insecurities or um, old programming. So you really have to be setting personal boundaries and staying strong in your decisions. So um, in that month off, I had so many people ask me for services. Of course, doesn't it work like that? <laughs> and I was like, no, I'm sorry. My books are closed. You can stay tuned for the next thing I offer. Or I did keep my membership open because those are very loyal people and very loyal star fam clients. Uh, or you could join my membership. Um, and if you'd like to work with me, that's how you can work with me. So you kind of drilled the land line in the sand. Yeah, I did. You started creating boundaries. So mm -hmm. let's go in. So one of the things we do in the Sophia Rising Leadership Training is create a gatekeeper, right? Yes. So the product is the gatekeeper. It's meaning like you can't actually access me without going through the gatekeeper. So this is really the introduction of, you know, what is my movement going to be about? What, what problem am I here to solve? What is my signature system? So tell us a little bit about how your gatekeeper product uh, became to be so that it could protect your vitality, but also shine a light on what you're really here to do. Sure. Well, one thing I will say that Sophia helped me with a ton that I, what I was lacking before was clarity. 
Um, you know, you can have all the right tools, but sometimes it's hard to nail stuff down and really um, get that that answer that you need to make it, you know, make it click. And um, having an outside perspective, having someone like yourself able to lead you in that, it's okay to have guidance from other people. It's, it totally is. And plus you see from the outside, so you take a different perspective and you know, your, your wisdom is so appreciated because you, you've been doing this a long time, you know? So, um, what about way- the astrology piece? Was the astrology yeah. piece helpful? Well, you know, I love astrology. So yes, for me it was, and you have some real gold in your program, which is what helped nail down the clarity, which is what helped nail down the gatekeeper. It's what I was missing. Um, you speak about the karmic niche until I brought Libra into my life. I think that's really what shifted things because when you look at your chart as, you know, just as yourself, not in the way that you teach it for, for business and for growth, you know, you usually relate to your sun sign, right? I'm a Sagittarius, I'm a Sagittarius stellium. And then next is Scorpio. I'm a Scorpio stellium. I relate to those. And those are kind of heavy masculine energy. And that's also what I feel I've been programmed to my whole life, masculine energy. Even as a mother, I don't think the divine feminine is supported in our society. So when you kind of gave me that, that little tool about integrating the Libra, I did it not only in my business, I did it in my personal life too. And it's been such a, the shifts and the releasing and the unprogramming in both aspects, it's really been like eye-opening because I, I, I love Libra. Don't get me wrong. I always call them like the most likable sign of the Zodiac, but I don't see, you just don't see yourself as that or see how you embody those traits. But as soon as I added that in along with, um, a little bit of the Chiron piece that I always felt I was missing or disconnected from, it changed everything. And also I, um, the other thing too, with the astrology, um, you talk about your rising sign also, which is Capricorn, that I'm always half, half, am I cap, am I not cap? So the way you sh- you uniquely shed light on this is what made the transformation happen. I might have had a lot of the tools in the toolbox, but I certainly was not putting them together in a way that was working for me or working for other people. Because like I said, you can't you can't help people if, if you're burnt out or your cups aren't filled or you're all over the place. So the astrology part really, and I loved it too, you know, that's really my thing. So to be able to put that together, it was just a game changer. And in the rest of it kind of, it came together naturally. I, I never felt like I was behind in the program. I always felt like I was where I was meant to be. I will say, um, this quality of a leader is what I admire most in you is you're very hands-on with people. You answer questions personally. You could tell that you're really putting thought and heart behind them. I've worked with another business coach years ago and it, it was just not the same experience. And this person was a spiritual business coach as well. So I'm not saying that it made me adverse to ever doing it again, but your program is set up so supportively that you're basically set up for success, you know? Well, let's start talking about the success because you've had some major wins. Okay. So from the gatekeeper, so basically Mm -hmm. 
you know, just a little background. So your gatekeeper becomes your signature system. Your signature right. system is found in your chart. Mm -hmm. Obviously there's a combination of different planets we look at. So I'm assuming that the Empress Ascension was birthed mm -hmm. from Libra. Yes. Libra okay. is the birth from the merge of Sag and Libra because I have, um, Libra is my 10th house and Sag is my Saturn. Okay. So Sag is your Saturn. Okay. Mm -hmm. So there we go. So then you launched the Empress Ascension. So mm -hmm. tell us a little bit about that program. How long is it? What does it actually entail? So it's a three month transcendence. Um, and it's a mix of group work, one-on-one -on -one work, uh, masterminds or powwows, self-work. Um, it's kind of a mix of all of that. And um, it's basically, you know, we're coming into this new earth, right? The world around us is crumbling and some of us are getting it and some of us aren't. So for those who are getting it, it's okay to need some support during these times. Um, and so I, I don't like to say like, I'm a healer. I feel everyone is a self healer, but it's okay to be guiding people to connect back to that inner light, to connect back to their life force energy, because we've been conditioned to lose that. And like I said before, we've been very conditioned to the, to the shadows of the masculine energy, not so much the divine masculine, but the shadows of like competition and control and, um, you know, power, money, greed, you know, all the stuff that I truly detest. And I know other people out there too do. So to me, the leaders of the new earth, and I think we all have our niches, which is what you teach, are people who can self-heal, are people who are the modern mystics, who are here to really be the ones to support and birth the new earth. So I'm just here to guide them back to their inner light, you know, offer how healing, um, healing going forward using my own esoteric ways. I'm not trying to knock therapy. I've done therapy myself, but I do find there is quite a difference when you work with things like energy healing and you're actually getting to foundational and root problems rather than um, someone who you sit and complain about to for an hour and they ask you like some questions or something like that. I really want people to feel healing at a cellular level. Beautiful. Cause I know you had a lot of tools you already had. Like, I think you did Reiki, mm -hmm. you have astrology, tarot, um, yeah. you had all of these different things. So I think a lot of people, they get, they get confused, especially mm -hmm. if you've been in business for a while, or you have a lot of talents. They're like, how do I combine all these things? Because we've really been taught that we have to choose one of those yeah. things to make our business about that thing. And that's really the antithesis of what I teach is like, mm -hmm. no, we need to combine them all. So how do you integrate all of your wisdom and gifts mm -hmm. and certifications and all of your modalities and, and put that under that umbrella of your gatekeeper? Well, um, if I'm going to put all my modalities together and call it one thing, instead of rattling off like Reiki, astrology, tarot, theta, blah, 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 you know, um, I would call that sacred esoterica because that is energy healing. And I've always, I've always been on the more holistic side the last 10, 15 years. And it's as I've gotten older, it's just been more and more. And I, it's something I like to encourage and educate people on, or even just talk about, you know, it, it is one of my things. So I found that saying sacred esoterica both intrigued people 
and didn't get them lost. <laughs> so um, when I do healing with my groups or I do it one-on-one, everything is done intuitively. And that too is part of sacred esoterica. It's really tuning into the other person and what they need. Part of that, it has to do with being listening, you know, um, and just kind of seeing where they're at. And um, I do do some self-study with them, kind of like, um, you know, so that they always have it to go back to, you know, that's how I felt about Sophia too. Anytime I got stuck in doing something, it was, I had it to go back to. And I think that's an extreme, extreme support system. Um, so whatever comes up with everyone in their self-study, you know, I will ask them about them in healing and group sessions, but everything is just done intuitively. So it sounds like sacred esoterica is like your signature system. It's basically yeah. <laughs> took all of your things. Like we yep. organized all the genius. Yep. We gave it a name. Right? Yeah. I, and I love it. I love that. Sounds, it is a cool name, right? Sacred esoterica. Yeah. So you have this system or this method, right? With all of mm. your talents and certifications underneath right. there. And then you named your movement, the Empress Ascension. Yes. So tell us a little bit about uh, the Empress Ascension, what the goal is, um, what, what problem it is mm-hmm. here to solve. Because one of the things, you know, we learn in uh, the Sophia Rising Leadership Training is that we are all part of a bigger organism, mm-hmm. but we have, a, we have a universal goal, which is to create the new earth. And then inside of that organism is your movement, my movement, yeah. and then all of these other 5D leaders. Right. So how is the Empress Ascension serving the, the larger organism, the creation of the new earth? Sure. So um, I really am just tired of seeing people so conditioned and not knowing what to do with it. Or I feel compassion for people who are in that 4D stage. Um, and you actually say something great in Sophia, where you say the person you're meant to serve is someone you once were. So it's not unfamiliar territory to me. It's like talking to myself a couple years ago and a couple years ago, I wish I had someone guiding me through all of this instead of learning the lessons the hard way all the time. Um, so, and that's what I wanted to facilitate because I know that there's more people waking up every day and they just, they don't know what to do with it all. They don't. So I wanted to formulate something that held space for them, offered them, you know, a place of healing, but offered them the tools to be self healers. So they're not always reliant on like a therapist or whatever else. Um, I just, I don't think that the way we all grew up, you know, that just wasn't a thing that wasn't possible, but in the new earth, these are the people that are going to be there. So that's how we have to support them. So it's almost like, like being in our house, you know, we have these little tools, whether it's an right. altar or we can pull a couple t- I mean, one of the things I st- started doing on this journey in the very beginning was pulling tarot cards for myself, mm-hmm. or even if an oral card, Oracle deck, if you didn't mm-hmm. know how to read a tarot card yeah. or reading about your sun sign, you know, getting to know yourself mm-hmm. or, you know, I know you taught a class on, um, kitchen witchery where it's like, yeah. you, know, you <laughs> yeah. eat. So yeah. there's lots of ways that we can just use the tools that are just in our home to right. facilitate that transformation. Is, right. So it sounds like that's really what the Empress Ascension yeah. is, is like being a self-healer is just mm-hmm. having nature and tools and knowing how yeah. to use them and access them. And also not feeling so left out in the weird place that the world is. Because I feel like 
I felt like that for a long time. Like, where is my place in this? I don't feel like this. I'm, I'm growing and healing to get here. Um, and it was very lonely for a long time. And I just felt like if I had a little bit of, um, more guidance that, like I said, learning the lessons, <laughs> just, <laughs> it would have just been a little easier. So one of the things we do in the program is about the pre-launch, right? Mm -hmm. So in, yes. this is a six week program. So we covered a lot of ground here, but we, you went into your pre-launch phase mm -hmm. where you started building your wait list and you're like, okay, I've mm -hmm. now set my boundaries, but now I'm ready to open up my doors again. Right. So tell us about that experience because tell us about how your social media posts started to feel once you had integrated what you had learned and you had actually um, clarified what your movement was. Well, so when I first, I went into like my kind of my hermit mode, but you know, I was able to keep in contact with my clients. I just wasn't posting. And I almost had this feeling like, you know what? People need to miss me for a minute. <laughs> and, um, you know, I, I went on a vacation to New York with my kids and it also came at the right time because I actually got to be present and enjoy that instead of worrying about working and stuff like that. Um, but eventually it started to feel like good to open up because we were wrapping up Sophia at the same time. Um, I really was getting those tools that I needed to facilitate this and you break it down so easily. It's like, it's like a map right in front of you of like, here, here's how to do this. And it's nice and simple. And I love that. So, um, I basically followed your guidelines when it felt right to post, I posted, um, and I spoke my truth. And that's another reason um, I joined Sophia Rising is because you speak very authentically and you write very authentically. And that speaks to me. Um, so you don't have to sell anything. You just say how you feel. You speak what's on your heart. You speak your truth. And the right people will find you. And it's so true. It doesn't matter how many Instagram followers you have. It doesn't matter your hashtags. It doesn't even matter if you post every day because I got more DMs while I was away. Like, where are you? What are you doing? Are you opening for a reading? Then I had like that whole month right before that, I was just so blocked and frustrated with everything. So um, yeah, I started posting a little bit on social media, kind of just like um, sharing, planting a seed a little bit, I would say, but not really even... Um, marketing the program or anything like that. Cause I was still kind of getting that together on my own. Um, and then I was just sharing my truths and how I feel and pertaining it to the movement. And then it started increasing and I, I um, created like a uh, wait list for anyone who is interested, uh, put that in my bio, made it nice and easy. I didn't even put a ton of stuff on the, um, the landing page. I just put, if you're interested in this, here you go. <laughs> um, and then kind of while it all came together on my, my end and I never, I normally feel very rushed with these things. And we kind of talked about this in Sophia with like the anxiety and the excitement. It's a very fine line between that. Um, and for the first time I took that Libra, that divine flow, and I just allowed the process to happen and I slowed it down and, you know, I didn't put a time limit limit on things. And I was just like, um, the right people will come to me. I feel confident in what I'm doing. I had way more confidence than the months was trickling up to my little social media break. Um, cause I was, I was really like, I was just all over the map and then that creates some blocks in you. And, 
Um, so it just kind of all came together slowly by sharing my truths more or less. So one of the things that a lot of most business coaches are teaching are the bells and whistles, right? Mm -hmm. Sales pages, Mm -hmm. sales funnels, you know, all of the email, the social posts that have to be pre-scheduled and all Mm -hmm. that stuff. So we know with Sophia Rising Leadership Training, there's none of that, right? Right. There's no scheduling posts. And I was taught all of that previously. So how did that work out for you? So, I mean, there's, you had no, you sold this program, which we're going to get to that result in just a moment, but you sold that program with no sales page. No, with nothing. (laughs) Only towards the end did I even put it up in my webpage because I'm a little (laughs) bit like technologically, you know, and I couldn't call the girl who does my webpage. So I only towards the end did I even get it up on my, by myself. Um, Yeah. So I was taught those previous methods, um, but clearly they didn't work for me because I was still hustling with 15 different side services and feeling like I always needed to advertise something. Um, Even if I I do share very honestly, no matter what, but it's still, um, I felt like it always kind of, (sighs) after I took that other course, I felt like I was a little gimmicky and I don't like that Mm -hmm. because that's not me. Um, I also think that other coaches have something like I like to call it the dangling carrot. So whatever your block is that gets to you, for me, it was a root chakra block for a long time. Other people, it could be health, could be love, you know, um, whatever comes up for you. Um, So they would be posting with like their picture perfect you know, airbrush <laughs> pictures with like a huge Dior bag talking about like quantum 5D transform your chakras <laughs> to make $10,000 a month. <laughs> Not even like, now I can look back on that and think it's hilarious. But the person I was a couple of years ago who was so like desperate to have their own business and share their gifts, but really to help, Um, that was like a dangling carrot to me, like, oh, they're spiritual and they're paid and they're this. The one thing about Sophia is your, what you learn is money, first of all, isn't even real Two, that that's not even necessarily a block you have. Making money is not even what you're here for. It's your growth. It's your health. It's your service. It's your energy. So I think just by removing that from me, and you had a really specific post on it um, that that really got me like, yes, that is exactly right. So that shifted me from out of a lack mindset also, and really more into my heart. Mm. And I think that changed stuff too. And I think that that Libra brought a little bit more of the compassion to me. Not that I was not a compassionate person, but again, those shadows of the, of the masculine were really strong with me. And it took a long time for me to like really break those up. But Sophia like gifted me that Libra energy to incorporate. And it just, it changed so much. Like, like I said, even personally, I stop and I think like, you know, um, how can this be more in divine flow? How can I have more grace with this? How could I be more compassionate to someone while having boundaries? Wow. So yeah, you know, I talk about money and how money blocks are fake. And, you know, if you're chasing the dollar, then you're, you're really in that lower self. Like you, you haven't created the rainbow bridge that connects you to your spiritual will and your higher self. So 
that being out of the equation, how many founding members did you want for your initial pre-launch of your movement? 10. 10. Okay. So when you were sharing and you were getting people on your wait list, you know, about how long did it take you to fill the 10 or did you fill the 10? And then if uh, you yes, did, how, I filled okay. all 10. <laughs> I filled, I all, filled 10. all 10. And, um, I would say I had like 13 people be serious about applying and the other three people, um, I, one of them's a member of mine. She just has a lot going on right now. And the other one, um, like, I, I feel confident that they're going to do this eventually, yeah. you know, um, maybe just the timing wasn't right for them, but yeah. Um, this all took me, so I would say around the end of August is when I kind of started sharing again and just sharing my truth, sharing authentically. I can't remember. I'm, I mean, I started my program on September 29th. I think it took me three weeks to fill. Wow. With, with, with like being serious about booking calls and, and, and stuff like that. Yeah. So I wanted to talk to you about the wait list because mm -hmm. the same thing happened for me, you know, when I launched my movement, yeah. you know, which was only a few months before everybody right. else, but you know, w the people on the wait list, mm -hmm. it's like, they're already a yes. E yes. Even though they've seen no sales page, they've only seen some posts Right. Um, but the wait list is not like just like building a mailing list and like you're going to have to like send a million emails out to them. No. It's literally like you're interested in what I'm sharing. And then we hop on a call and, you know, nine out of 10 times they're saying yes. And the only reason they say no is because they're going to join next time. Yeah, exactly. Um, the waiting list, the wait list was great. Um, so you, I just created a little survey because I wanted to. And I had done this before, but with your guidance, I think I tailored down the questions a little bit better. Um, so I, you know, you want to make sure energy exchanges are even at the end of the day also, and that the people who are signing up, they want this as bad as you want to give it. So, um, you know, I just created the little wait list. Um, the application. Yeah, the application. That's right. Wait list, then the application. Um, and you have a very smooth way of doing it through MailChimp that I didn't even know before. So that was great also. Um, and yeah, I think I had 13 people be serious about applying and 10 of them fully joined. Um, so there was two people that I didn't even know. I have no idea until they DM'd me and they were like, hi, my name is so-and-so. And I'm like, oh, it's, well, it's so lovely to meet you. And I can't wait to get on a call with you. Um, then I've done a bunch of the people. I have a couple of like people who are pretty serious followers and I've interacted with before. And then I have a couple of who I, as you say, are your kismet client and you just know you're going to work with them forever. Okay. So I know a lot of people are probably wondering, oh my gosh, I have to get on a call with these people. So, you know, I don't teach sales calls. There's yeah. no sales script. It's not about selling anything. So how is that process for you of getting on the phone with um, people that you're basically going to be enrolling them in a program? Well, honestly, I think it's a major key that you can't skip. Um, so I understand that getting on the phone for some people might be awkward, but it's worth your time to do it because like I said, energy exchanges need to be even, and you really want to work with your people. You want to work with the people who are serious about what, whatever program or transcendence you're putting out there. So that half hour call is going to save you a lot because I've had, you know, the people who weren't my Kismas clients, you know, fakes, chasing people for money, 
um, you know, people who, who stop the program or people who are really not your vibe. There's people who will get on a call with you to test you or see what you're doing. You know what I mean? They'll fill out your application just to see what you're doing. Right. Right. (laughs) So getting on that call is worth it because everyone here is intuitive. You know, if you get on that call, if someone is really serious or not, and you know, if someone's trying to play you, copy you, or you want to know too, if someone's really going to make the time and the energy for this. So the call is really, um, it's not as intimidating as you would think it is half hour the most, unless you end up like on a great conversation with someone, which happened to me a couple of times. Um, truly something I would never leave out, um, going forward. Beautiful. So you got to make that connection, meet the people in person. Mm -hmm. Um, did they already know, like, did you feel like most people are like, Oh, I I hate the end of the call because you have to tell them how much it is. But did they know upfront before Mm -hmm. they even got on the call, how much with the program? Yes. Yeah. So I actually, cause I wanted to avoid people who, um, had like, I wanted to make sure I was attracting a really specific person in. And I felt by being upfront and honest about the price, if someone knew that they could do it and I, listen, I was very open to payment plans too. And I was even more flexible with this class. Cause it's not about the money. You know what I mean? I was even more flexible with them, this transcendence than I've ever been in the past. And I think that that kind of took a block out of me and opened more things up because I was more flexible with that. So yeah, I put a, um, I put my price in, I had a code for, if you booked in a certain time, you got a little discount, um, always picking in full, you get the best price, but you know, I offered payment plans. Um, and I would just rather be upfront about it and, and have people know. And this way also, maybe you have someone who wants to save for it and just, you know, they have the down payment when they want to make sure that they have the funds. So why not just put it out there? It, it, there's nothing to hide. Absolutely. So I know that your confidence has skyrocketed. I have felt the shift. Obviously, I've been following you for a long time um, and met you in person in in San Diego and everything. So tell us about how you feel today. So looking back at who you were just, you know, two months ago versus who you are today, what is what is the new Aaron like? Well, the confidence thing is huge because I know people always tell me as I don't come off as, as like, I'm not confident, but, but the social media, you could really come off as whatever you want. So, <laughs> um, and also Capricorn rising is a poker face. <laughs> so, um, I, I think that not only did the leadership training give me confidence, it was, it's so reassuring to have all that support and, I always tell you, you're such a cheerleader, even from before, um, before the program, you know, you always write back to my emails and you always express like the best energy. So that alone raises someone's vibration, which raises their confidence, knowing that someone really believes in them, you know, and you, that whole group that we had for the, for the Sophia training was extremely high vibrational really, truly some wonderful leaders are in there. And that helps too, because you kind of know that there's other people like they're out you like, like out there, like you who are trying to facilitate the leaders of the new earth also. Whereas if you didn't do something like this and you were just say like on Instagram, getting business, how would you narrow that down? You know, you don't know. I felt everyone was so uplifting and that really uplifted me a lot, even though I'm, I'm kind of strange. I'm not really good in groups, (laughs) Um, 
but it didn't feel like that to me. You know, it, it felt so natural. Um, so I'm definitely a million times more confident. And then when I filled my program, like without even it being like a struggle bus and stalking people and emails and, and doing like a hundred email campaigns. And I think I did one live video previously, like, um, for other programs I would offer, I used to like have to get on Instagram live and I really have to schedule that. Cause you know, I have to mom life. You have to look like a human and I have to kind of think about what I want to say. And for something that's like 15 minutes, it takes me like two hours to deal with. And that's a chunk of time. So, um, the ease that came with all of this just solidified how aligned the whole thing was. So it has been, you know, such a, a gift. I'll put it that way. It's been such a gift. Well, obviously I am so grateful for the mentorship that you're leading with these 10 new uh, clients that you have mm-hmm. to start teaching them about sacred esoterica. So where do you see the Empress Ascension movement going? Like, what are, what are your big well, visions for it? Well, I've been doing a lot of meditating on that. So I definitely want to be able to hold space and support these people going forward. Um, there's some, you know, everyone there has such potential. What I'm feeling is I would actually like them to become the healers that facilitate groups too. So I perhaps coming up with a signature system type of a um, certification, maybe Mm -hmm. is the right word, where I certify people in my methodology and they can continue on whether if they want to have clients or, you know, you work on yourself this way, um, you know, or your family, just um, kind of on a bigger scale as having like more mini me's out there helping more people in the masses. Because I mean, I, I took 10 people because again, also I had to take the amount that I felt I could give highest and best to if I I would love to do more, but at that time period, that wasn't possible. Could that change in the future? Absolutely. Um, so I would, I would love to have more people out there trying to help raise this consciousness and awareness and help others heal too. So do you work with a lot of moms? Do you check? Yeah, I do. It's funny. Um, cause I always call myself the anti-mom mom. mom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, cause it, it, it never ends up being like what I, I connect with people over. It's always like the, an after, an after thing, but it actually does turn out that I would say, um, in Empress, I would say, six out of 10 are moms. Mm-hmm. Uh, my previous course, all three were moms in my membership. I more than half are moms. So I guess, yeah, I do. Yeah. I am a little well, you think about the healing <laughs> that just happens in the home, right? In the, yeah. in the family circle, um, and having that infiltrate, you know, the wisdom to people. So it's like the wisdom's going to reach people. It's just, we've got to get them the tools. And moms are actually so neglected in society and just not supported the way they should be. And I feel exactly like that too. When, I mean, my kids are really close in age and I don't have my own family out here. How different it would have been if I had a little bit of support and help. So I don't want to see people go through that. I want to see people with the tools to not be like burnt out and overwhelmed and stressed out over like little things like this, you know? Um, so I, I do welcome moms for sure. 
So I'm going to wrap this up. This has been absolutely amazing. I want them to obviously know a little bit about where they can find you on Instagram, sure. your website. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So my Instagram is at Erin the Urban Mermaid. I'm pretty active on there for the most part. Um, if you want some more information, whether it be about myself, my membership, or Empress Ascension, you could go to my webpage. I have um, www.erintheurbanmermaid.com. Perfect. Well, I want to thank you so much for your time. You look yes. radiant. I mean, you, you literally look radiant. <laughs> um, it's an honor to be building the new earth with you. I'm so grateful for you, my kismet clients who, are, <laughs> who actually care enough to take the time to get to the root solution for their clients. Because I really feel that if we keep putting a Band-Aid oh. on everything, it, yes. this is, it's just going to crumble. And we've yeah. got to, the fifth dimensional leaders are, are the new therapists, are the yeah. new you know, healers of the world. And if you can find a 5D leader, your life mm -hmm. is just about to take yep. on a, a whole new And era. I mean, you really nailed it with the whole band-aiding stuff. I've been saying that too. I mean, look at where we got, we are where we are today in this society because there was cover-ups and band-aids and not truly servicing and helping people from their root. So... So true, girl. I love you. I thank love you. you so thank you. Thank you for having me. Um, and thank you so much for all your guidance with Sophia. As I said, it's, it's been truly a gift. Thank you, sweetheart. Yes. I'll be in touch soon. Okay. Thank you for listening, everybody. This has been the Rise of Sophia podcast. Be sure to leave a five-star review or a, a comment below. If you liked this video, check out Erin the Urban Mermaid on Instagram or on her website at www.erintheurbanmermaid.com. And I'll see you guys in the next episode. Have a beautiful rest of your day. Thank you for tuning in to the Rise of Sophia. If you've gained insights from this episode, I sure hope you'll leave me a five-star review and comment. If you're looking to be the change you wish to see in the world by spearheading your own movement, please check out my free 5D Leadership Guide on how to lead a movement that shapes the new earth. To learn more about me and Holistic Fashionista, please find me on Instagram at Holistic Fashionista. Until next time, have a great day and stay sacred.